I work on a space vehicle called the Dream Chaser, which is contracted by NASA to bring cargo to and from the ISS, the International Space Station that's in low Earth orbit around Earth. Welcome to my podcast, Our Future Earth, where I talk to women who work in science, technology, engineering, and math about how they make our future Earth a better place for kids like me. My name is Ayanda, and this is Our Future Earth. This week, I'm interviewing Holly Monjarmez, an aerospace engineer at Sierra Nevada Corporation. Hi, Ayenda. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. So my first question is, can you explain to me what you do? Yeah. So I'm an aerospace engineer at a company called Sierra Nevada Corporation. I work on a space vehicle called the Dream Chaser, which is contracted by NASA to bring cargo to and from the ISS, the International Space Station that's in low Earth orbit around Earth. And what makes Dream Chaser unique is it's actually what we call a space plane. And um, this is because it has the ability to land on a runway after its mission has been completed and it's back to Earth. Whereas our competitors' vehicles are more like capsules and they have to typically land in the ocean and have a rescue team come out and get the vehicle and get whatever cargo or astronauts are on the vehicle. So more specifically, what I do is I work on a team called the Flight Dynamics Modeling and Simulation Team. And what we do is program mathematical models of dynamic systems on the Dream Chaser and simulate the launch mission. And so by being able to simulate the entire mission, from when we're sitting on the launch pad in the rocket to when we're up at the ISS, and then when we're coming back down to Earth, we can help answer questions such as how much fuel will we need if our trajectory deviates by X amount, or will we still be able to complete the mission if one of our engines fails? We build mathematical models of how the Dream Chaser is going to react to certain environments, and so we use properties such as the center of gravity and um, uh, um, what do you call it? moments of inertia to um, measure how the, the dream chaser is going to respond to certain forces and moments being applied on it, whether from the propulsion system or from the aerodynamics on it. Uh, we mathematically model everything. So... I personally am working on a model called the ground sites model, and it tracks the, the dream chaser's position to certain ground sites on the earth that we want to communicate with. And um, by knowing our position, we know whether or not we can communicate with them. And so that's just a simple, you know, um, trigonometry problem, which I'm sure you haven't taken yet, Ainda, but you will someday. And you really just look at um, its relative position to one another, and you can you can tell how far away they are, whether or not they can communicate, 
whether or not the UDC is behind the earth with respect to the ground site so it can't actually see it and stuff like that. My second question is what inspired you to do what you are doing? So space has always fascinated me and I always knew I wanted to work in space, but really my interest in modeling and simulation began when I had an internship at NASA Ames Research Center in college. And I attended one of these presentations that was given by someone who worked in a supercomputing department at Ames. And they were showing us visuals of these simulations they had built um, I remember one of them was of the SLS rocket uh, launching off of its launch pad, and they were trying to study how the chemicals and the heat coming off of the rocket would disperse and how far these particles would travel. And another simulation I remember seeing was of two black holes merging, and they were studying the gravitational waves and how they reacted and dispersed because of the massive amount of energy that was exerted by this um, merge. And researchers wanted to know what that looked like because it would help them learn about how galaxies are formed. My third question is, how does your work make our future Earth a better place for kids like me? Yeah, that's a great question. And that's a really important question because I think no matter what field you're working in, you have to think about how this is impacting the future. And so um, what I think is really cool about the Dream Chaser is that it's a reusable vehicle. Um, it can be used up to 15 times. And this matters because historically the space industry has been very wasteful. It's tough to get to space and it's tough to get back from space. And so to design a vehicle that can do that multiple times without having to replace much of the existing structure makes our future Earth a better place because we end up with less material ending up in landfill or in parts of the ocean as many other space vehicles do. And the Dream Chaser also uses non-toxic propellant, so it's safe for humans and safe for the environment. How many people are working on the space plane? Tons of teams working on this. We obviously have a design team, a manufacturing team, and then I work in a line of work that you would consider like analysis-based work. And so I'm not particularly involved in how this thing is being designed or built, but I help study how it's going to perform. And so um, you would think of testing as physical testing, right? Like trying to break parts or trying to fly it, but we really do like a virtual version of that. And so there are lots of analysis teams that I can think of. Um, we have a specific aerodynamics team because um, aerodynamics play a huge role in our vehicle. And then, yeah, we do flight dynamics, which is really the controls of the plane and how it responds to dynamic forces on it. So dynamic forces are what um, make an object move, essentially. So a dynamic force would be, say, someone pushing you. Um, but for example, when we're coming back into the atmosphere, air, you don't think of being a dynamic force. But when you're moving really fast and you have a large area, that air actually does take in a large effect. That's interesting. Thank you for being on my podcast.
You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. So, Ayanda, how did you think that interview went? Good. I learned a lot about the um, Dream Chaser. What did you learn about the Dream Chaser? Well, they're trying. They're gonna launch it um, to the International Space Station. Yeah. And, like bring deliveries and stuff. Do you know what the International Space Station is? Well, I've heard about it when we've been like the Mar when they were sending the robot to Mars and stuff. They were talking about that. Got it. So, what do you think they? Because this Dream Chaser. Yeah. It's to send cargo to yeah. the space station. Do you have any sense of why they would send cargo up there? Well, like, what kind of cargo? Do you know what cargo is? Well, like, like, um, I don't know, really. Like, things like, um, a train brings cargo, so, like, like, right. like things like that. So, it may be things that they might use yeah. to build or supplies like, that yeah, they might use at the space and station. Like that. Right. Introducing Satori's Silly Stem Jokes. Why did the cow go into the Dream Chaser space plane? Why? It wanted to see the moon.